Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one right now. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned, student-staffed, destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell and John Tisdell. Hey, what's good, Flyer fans? Not the uh, first half effort from Archie Miller and company, that's for sure. Woo! That was tough to watch. John Bedell, John Tisdell here with you for Flyer Feedback. We are contractually obligated to talk about this game for another 40 minutes. Hmm. <laughs> Kind of fitting with the weather outside. Uh, well, Matt, at winter weather advisory uh, still in effect for it, uh, Miami, Dark, uh, Champaign, Logan, and Shelby counties. All glaze and Mercer until uh, one a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning. It is. Uh, well, you've been you've been at it since a bit, uh, since uh, early this morning with daybreak. So it's the weather's not been a whole lot better since uh, you got here this morning, my friend. So yeah. it's it's been, it's been it's an ugly Saturday night out there. If you're gonna be out there uh, tonight. Please drive safely. Uh, give yourself plenty of extra time on the roadways. We'll keep you up to date throughout the evening here on AM 12 Landing News 95.7 WHIO. For the latest updates, you can download our free WHIO weather app, and you can go to our website, WHIO.com. That wanted to get that out of the way. but Yeah, hey, this is the number one post-game college basketball call-in show of all time, so let's talk some college hoops. Let's take a look at the first half. Uh, I've got it right here. Um, there it is. There's the first half of the Flyers. There it is. Uh, 23-point hole. Uh, that was bad. I mean, it's too deep to dig out of, Tiz. I mean, yeah. you, you shoot 14. We talked about this in the postgame show. And, and Archie just talked about it a moment you ago. You shoot 4 of 28 in the first half for mm-hmm. our uh, fellow math-challenged folks out there like me. I was a comp major. I don't like math. 14%. <laughs> That's Sam good. Miller is your leading rebounder and the only guy with multiple field goals. Nothing against Sam, but if he's leading the way offensively, uh, that's, that's not good. Not a good sign at the break. Uh, Scucci and Charles, the guy who's typically get yourself going right offensively, uh, you know, not contributing to his. Um, and, you know, Archie said, hey, look, we he called both ends of the first half, quote, disappointing. Uh, yep. He knew uh, not not a lot of good stuff. Uh, or you could tell Archie Tiz was just not happy with this one. No, no, he, he called was it not. disappointing. Uh, said it, their offense worked against them. Mm-hmm. Had a hard time sharing the ball in the first half. Had a hard time uh, converting the easy buckets. Uh, he said it was Archie called it one of the worst offensive halves he's ever been a part of here at Dayton. Yeah. Um, yikes, Tiz. I mean, it was just it just. Like you said in the post game, and Larry mentioned it signing off from Chicago, you can't dig yourself a twenty three point hole. No. Now they came back and somehow made it a game. They did. They have Let's give three them credit. Absolutely, there's credit for that. But like I said in the post, we're not playing horseshoes. We're not playing hand grenades. Close doesn't count. There's no points it, for second it's, place. It's just, oh, unfortunately, yikes. there's not. Watch. Yeah, and look, there's two concerns that you have. First of all, not only. Uh, the bad starts, which Archie Miller even said, and I uh, got a couple of quotes. You know, you mentioned both ends. He was, he called it disappointing. Uh, he said, "Quote: It starts with me. We got to find a way to be more consistent from the opening tip." Well, you know, does this mean you make a change? I, I don't have the answer, Flyer fans. I don't have the answer, John. I don't think you have the answer. Here, here's the thing that's a little bit more. I'm not going to say concerning, but 
John, John, you probably have seen most of the the team in action. The only time I've really seen them courtside was against with the when they played St. Joseph's Indiana uh, courtside when I was sitting next to Larry and Bucky. Uh, I'm, is there a good quality win for Dayton? To me, they're starting to run out of some time here in non-conference. No, the answer I'm, is I'm a, no. I'm a little I'm a little concerned about that. And listen, no, the answer is no. I'm not trying to sound the panic alarm. There's time in conference play. Okay, uh, Davidson's a good team in the A10. There's plenty of time for Dayton to get good wins. But in non-conference, that's something that selection committee is going to be looking at, and Dayton's running out of some chances. This was an, another opportunity. Uh, they didn't do it against St. Mary's. They didn't do it against Northwestern. And I'm sorry, you don't get points for second place. Northwestern gets the benefit, and they get a good win out of this. So that that that's another concern, at least for me, uh, with, with this with this loss. Well, and that's why it's frustrating for I think a lot of fans is that one, it's frustrating because you got to walk away from this third loss because tis it really to me was a carbon copy almost of the other two losses, St. Mary's and Nebraska. In that you think you got to walk away, tis you have to thinking, God, if they would if they just would have played a first half, they they would have at least given yourselves a chance to pull it out. But you can't be coming trying to storm back no. from twenty three points down. What's what I think is also frustrating tis is here is another resume win that you have let escape i mean this was exactly northwestern is a good team right now they're they now, they're now nine and two mm-hmm. they had come into tonight beating texas i mean some decent wins on the resume sure beat texas their rpi is 123 they beat wake forest their rpi is 13 uh depaul from the mighty big east <laughs> 212 rpi not a great win they've also lost to butler close one to butler 17 rpi butler won the day by and the they way, got beaten by notre dame so uh, they're now nine and two. Their RPI was thirty-seven coming into tonight. Tis the problem is that was your last chance at a top fifty win before you get into right. conference play. That's now. exactly right. And you're going to have to wait to play somebody like Davidson, VCU, or Rhodey before you get anywhere close to a top fifty RPI right. win in the A10. Because mind the landmines once January starts. Oh God, not even January. Heck, two weeks from now on the thirtieth. But that's what's frustrating too. Tis is that you know. Yeah, some fans have started to talk about, it, and I, I I tend to agree with it at this point. You know they don't have they don't have any resume wins. Yeah. I don't I don't look at what they've done so far. Austin P, Alabama, Portland, New Mexico, Winthrop, St. Joe's doesn't count against your resume. No, no. The metrics of it, anyways, optically it does. But and then East Tennessee, it, there's no resume win there. Tis you missed out on the two you had, two or at least two of the three you had. Um, so now it's just going to be about I think a massing number of wins. Tis. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. once you get into the A-10, that's the thing. Once you get into the A-10 this year, we talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. Tis, I think this league is as top-heavy as it's been in the post-Butler-Charlotte-Xavier-Temple era. No question. I mean, you've got, to me, this year, you've got Dayton, Rhode Island, VCU, probably Davidson, and then Tis, uh, the Grand Canyon and everybody else. Uh, but you also can't rule out a St. Bonaventure as well with Jalen Adams. You just cannot rule them out. Look at what happened when they went to the UD Arena last year. Uh, St. Bonaventure is a team that's, that that frightens me. George Washington, with all the issues, they still got a lot of guys that are bad that can cause some trouble. So there are a lot of teams that, that Dayton's got to get ready for come A-10 play. But look... <sighs> The question now is, you know with Cook and Scooch what you're going to get. Here's the thing that's even more frustrating, or at least the concern. The Kyle Davis that we've seen the last few weeks um, that has played well, not tonight. He went one of eight. Okay, everyone has an off night for two points. But this was the Kyle Davis that we saw in the beginning of the year. And, you know, was it Preston coming back home? I'm not going to go ahead and say that. Everyone's entitled to an off night. Kendall Pollard, seven points to his seven from the floor. Um, it, It just, for Dayton to win... 
their seniors have to be all in and execute. I'm not saying be all in offensively making your shots, but you got to be in defensively. Got to be. You just have to. At least someone needs to be picking up the slack offensively. The seniors. We talked about this. Not to repeat this. They score six first half points and they shoot one of thirteen in the first half. That's just not going to get it done. I mean, in, in first half they go over nine minutes without a point. And Brooks Hall even said during the course of the first half, twenty of those shots in the first half were bad shots. And we're not saying this to you know to point fingers at this team but we're pointing out some facts here that are just painful and folks this is just painful Dayton did not play a good first half and it cost them it's cost them three times this year and you know is this one of those things where to quote Dennis Green they are who we thought they are are the Dayton Flyers who that who that we think they are I hope not but you know what look there's a lot of time left I'm not going to go ahead and push the panic button I, not even close four no, five it's seven just twelve nine but it's frustrating we're just it's a frustrating night that's um all. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. You, you miss a chance at the top 50 RPI win. And this was a golden chance. Uh, on national television. And you just have a clunker of a first half again. And you can't climb back out of it. Uh, it's like Archie said. They've just got to find a way. And I don't know what it is. And he said, look, it's up to me to figure this out. They've just got to find a way to be more consistent um, from, from the, the opening tip. tip. Because right. they've looked at Tizit really good at times. They have. Uh, a week ago tonight, we were thinking, you know, East against East Tennessee, a, a, a formidable team out of the SoCon. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tiz, uh, 75-61 was the final score of that one. I really thought they just throttled. They were ready for that I game. I thought they throttled the Buccaneers most of the night. They were in firm control of that game mm-hmm. from uh, tip to Yeah, the they were the ready for that game. They really were. Um, tonight, not so much. No. You know, um, they look like they might have been hitting their stride. And, you know, they're starting to figure things out, too. They've got some injury issues, obviously, with Cunningham out uh, yeah. for at least three months. They, and, you know, Pollard just starting to work back into that's starting one of, rotation that's another issue. in his field. This team is, you know, starting to figure out how to mm-hmm. how to, how to to play together. Yeah. And so, that's, I don't know what it is, but they got to find a way to be more consistent from the tip. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you keep if you keep digging yourself 20-point holes and you shoot, you're not scoring 20 points at the half and shooting under 20%, yeah. under 15% from the field. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's not going to cut it at St. Bonaventure. Well. Not going to cut it at Duquesne or at Rhode Island. I mean, we haven't even entered a-, a 10 play yet. I mean, it's just there's just a lot of games that scare the living daylights out of me in January and February. But that's January in Jets. Uh, that's in January and February. We want to talk. We want to look ahead. Uh, four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. The number one here for me is we're taking this all the way to uh, ten thirty. But uh, look, I mean, Scoochie Smith. I thought you know first half, and they can say I know if you were probably following the game and you know the concerns about the officiating. Look, my take on that. Yeah, there are calls that are going to go against you. Yeah, they're, they're the hometown. Yeah, I mean, in the advantage of the Big Ten. But look. It seems that it was frustrating. It felt like it was five on eight at times, but you got to play through that. You got to play through that. Archie's not going to make excuses for that, at least not in public, at least. No, and don't call up here with that. No. Such a weak minded. No, no, because that didn't cost Dayton the game. That did did not. And I get it. You know what? It happens, but you know what? You can't go 428 in the first half and dig a 23 point hole and go nine minutes without a point in the first half. You're just not going to win games that way. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they did a great job of flipping the script on Northwestern. You're really talking they about. They did. I mean, they really did well. Now, I think part of that too, Tiz and Brooks was talking about this on the air. You know, you're going to let up off the gas. You're going if you're to a team like Northwestern up 23 mm-hmm. at the break. Exactly. That's that certainly plays into what happened in the second frame. Exactly. There's no doubt about that exactly. mentally for the Wildcats. Exactly. But 
I mean, like I said, they, they put some concealer on this one, <laughs> as it were. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, tis it's a loss, sixty-seven, sixty-four. Mm-hmm. And like I said, just frustrate. I, I I leave it as a fan feeling frustrated because Me too. mostly. It, it, it's it's a familiar script we've seen before, and you leave Chicago with a chance to a, a missed opportunity to get a top fifty win on a neutral floor. Exactly, and that's that's just the way that we that's just the way that you and I feel about that. With about a minute and a half before we got to go to news, but just you know, with so much alumni, and what Larry even said. I mean, three to five thousand. Even David Jablonski tweeted out before the game. Oh, yeah, it felt like late. nation felt like about it was like nationwide arena again from back in Columbus during the NCAA tournament. My two God, years how ago. dare the committee give Dayton a de facto home game in Chicago? Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> Built up false outrage from the tournament a couple years ago. I know. I know. Coming back. <laughs> I know. So much for that. But look. But at any rate, uh, the, the point is, is look, I mean, it just, I think everyone's just leaving just frustrated, whether you're leaving from Chicago or you're leaving after watching the game or listening to the game. It's just a frustrating night. Yeah. Brennan, do we have to talk about this for another half hour? I think we told do. Yes. The nod is yes from the man in the, behind the glass. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, all right. All right. Uh, I guess we're obligated to. John Bedell, John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback. Flyers are losers, 67-64. More of it after we break for news right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From the McAfee Heating and Air Studio, this is WHIO Date, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a service of Cox Media Group. AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online. At WHIO.com. And in the WHIO app. The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. Fox News Radio, I'm Tom Graham. An extreme Arctic blast gripping millions. Chicago overnight lows expected in the single digits. Near Minneapolis, Minnesota, the mercury expected to fall to negative 20. And the wind chill's not helping. We actually have wind chill warnings in effect across the Dakotas, parts of Minnesota, Iowa, and also into Wyoming and Nebraska for dangerous wind chills of minus 30 or below at times. Meteorologist David Hambrick of the Weather Prediction Center says on the east coast, a wintry mix causing havoc on the roadways. From the greater Washington, D.C. area uh, and north to eastward on the 95 corridor, and that did lead to some treacherous accidents. In Baltimore, more than 20 people injured after a 67-car pileup on a stretch of Interstate 95. Ice and snow blamed for dozens of crashes in Iowa, Nebraska, and Missouri. Well, it's a little warmer in Alabama. President-elect Donald Trump wrapping up his so-called thank you tour not long ago. Fox's Rich Edson in Mobile. He addressed 30,000 people here in the summer of 2015, and he has now returned as president-elect. He spent the first half off script, detailing election night, criticizing the media, and then reaffirming his campaign promises. The script is not yet written. We do not know what the page will read tomorrow. But for the first time in a long time, What we do know is that the pages will be authored by each and every one of you. The president-elect also said he will soon name his choice to lead the Department of Veterans Affairs. Mobile, the final stop after a tour that also included rallies in Florida, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, among others. The mayor of Corpus Christi, Texas, says they won't know until Sunday whether a ban on drinking tap water should be lifted. This follows a chemical leak at an asphalt plant that may have contaminated the city's water supply. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. 
extended five-day forecast. And exclusive. and exclusive for Dayton Radio is next. Next on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with a great holiday gift suggestion. Go to Paradise, a 12-day Hawaiian island cruise and tour leaving Dayton on June 9th with YMT Vacations. We're going to fly to Honolulu, then get on board Norwegian Cruise Line's Pride of America. We'll cruise first to Maui, then go to the big island, also Kauai, so you get all the onboard luxury that comes with cruising. You don't have to pack and unpack. And then we're going to end up our trip with a few days back on Oahu. You can relax on Waikiki Beach, go to the Arizona Memorial. If you're feeling adventurous, well, you can walk to the top of Diamond Head. I've done it a couple of times. It's fantastic. Now, the price of the trip is just $3,888, includes airfare from Dayton, hotels, meals on the ship, taxes, and so much more. You could not put together a vacation like this on your own for that kind of price. And with YMT, they take such good care of you every step of the way. Call today to reserve your spot, 1-800-716-1757. That's 1-800-716-1757. And for a limited time, ask how you can save $200 per couple. Get there early. Put on a hoodie. Put on a jersey over it. Put on face paint. Take a selfie. Get caught taking a selfie. Set up the tent. Set up the flag. Set up the grill. Turn on the pregame show. Nah, turn on some music. Get out the football. Get out the cooler. Get out the ice. Get out the Bud Light. Fill the cooler with Bud Light. Tailgate. NFL fans know the drill, and it doesn't work without Bud Light, the only beer that loves football as much as you do. Bud Light, raise one to right now. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. All right, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Now, this company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years, and anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is Geico. Just go to geico.com today and save 15% or more on car insurance. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out of time. Winter weather always creates a nightmare on the Miami Valley streets. WHIO helps get you there safely with updated road conditions and alternate routes. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. WHIO.com and the WHIO app. Now, the exclusive AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO 5-Day Weather Forecast. Rain showers this evening, but that rain will change back over to sleet and freezing rain by 8 or 9 o'clock tonight. And that will change over to snow by daybreak on Sunday. Once again, travel is a concern on the roads this evening and overnight tonight. Sunday, falling temperatures throughout the entire day. Maybe some snow early on with cloudy skies. Monday, partly cloudy low 20s. Back in the 30s, both Tuesday and Wednesday with increasing clouds. Thursday, cloudy skies with rain, then snow. Highs in the upper 30s. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into our studios here at 1611 South Main Street in a rainy, snowy, icy... What the heck is going on outside our studios? I don't know. It was single digits and negative wind chills earlier this week, Tiz. It was 60 when I was in Claremont County earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> we've got purples, we've got greens, we've got yellows and oranges and reds on Live Doppler 7 HD. What is happening? I know. Just Yikes. it is. A just messy Saturday night. Just like the Flyers' first half. Mm -hmm. I-O! 
That was really what did him in, Tiz. Uh, they get themselves a 23-point hole, mm-hmm. and uh, I think David Jablonski, uh, our friend and colleague over at the Dayton Daily News, our beat writer for the uh, Dayton True team, which if you don't follow Jabo on Twitter, what are you doing? Go find him. Jabo writes, the Dayton Flyers suffered their third loss of the season Saturday and like the first two would followed a familiar pattern. The Flyers fell behind big early, mounted a valiant comeback and fell just short. This time the Dayton Flyers trailed by as many as 24 against Northwestern and lost 67-64 at the United Center in the first game of the Chicago Legends doubleheader. Tiz on the first half. In fact, let's take a look at it right now. Uh, yes, that was the first half for the Dayton Flyers. 23-point hole. And uh, Tiz, a nice comeback. You know, you put some concealer on this one, made it look a little better than it probably was at points. You look at that and think, oh, a three-point loss to a you know, top 50 RPI team uh, in a neutral site. Not bad. But you get thumped in the first half, and Tiz, Archie really said it. You know, we, we've yeah, got to we've yeah. got to find a way to mm-hmm. be more consistent from the tip. Because I, I think we've talked about this, but I really just feel like Tiz, the biggest thing for fans is you got. And I know people are thinking this because I saw it on Twitter. I've had buddies texting me. Yep. You know, Dayton Flyers fans are thinking, God, if they just would have given any sort of effort in the first half, mm-hmm. what could have been tonight? Just could have made a couple more shots, or I mean, a couple of those shots go down. Who knows? Uh, the comeback might have been complete. But uh, look, I mean, there, you know, there, there's no points for second place. Um, Dayton came up short tonight. Now it's on to Vandy, and that's about all that you really can say. Um, yeah. You know, there's friends of ours that are saying that that you know, that are frustrated on Twitter. Uh, we're frustrated tonight. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. Want to hear from you? Taking this all the way to ten thirty. Um, here's the here's now for the future. How, how does this team move on? Obviously, we talked about Kendall Pollard's getting getting his way back in. Um, he's still. I mean, this is his what his fourth game back. Okay, he's still not all the way yet. He's getting there. Um, seven points, four rebounds. Uh, the size of Northwestern gave Dayton trouble. I think, as David Jablonski put it tonight, uh, the stats really tell the story. Dayton was out rebounded forty-four to thirty against a Northwestern team that's look that's no cupcake, folks. They're nine and two. This was a good Northwestern team that Dayton played tonight, um, and they could be, I think, maybe a top five, top six team in the Big Ten. Uh, that that's what I'm seeing right now uh, in that conference, but but you you said it when Sam Miller is your leading rebounder, leading scorer, and has the most field goals in the first half. No offense on Sam Miller. Sam Miller played his plays plays hard, uh, but when the seniors aren't stepping up, it's just it's not going to be a good night. It's just the way that it is, and it's just frustrating. Now the thing is, is now where do you go from here? What what do you do to find consistency? Um, you know, Zarius Williams, I thought, opened things up in the first half, as Archie alluded to. Um, you know, do you do you make a do you take Ryan Mike's out of the first? I I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, and the thing is, like you mentioned, it's just, it's just got to be very Belichickian, and that it's it's on to Vanderbilt because one of the things they did yeah. really well under Archie Miller throughout his tenure here, really, is they don't lose. They don't. They don't hit a, a very long losing streak. No, they don't. Uh, they went all year. Was it last year, Tiz? I think without losing back to back games. It was two years ago. I think two years ago. Um, so they they've done a really good job under Archie. Now they, they lost have. two straight they this have. year. They lost St. Mary's in Nebraska, but they don't hit long losing skids. Tiz. No, they They're don't. They're going to lose two. They don't. They, they usually don't let it become three. In fact, recently under Archie, they've done a really good job of not letting one, one team beat you twice. Archie uses that right. cliche right. a lot, but it's exactly. true. Exactly. You lose to Northwestern. Okay, you know missed opportunity. You go to Chicago to get your program on national television to expose the program yep. to your alumni base and to your recruiting base. Quite frankly. Um, 
who without this game wouldn't be exposed to the program. Exactly. Uh, you get a chance to improve your resume with a win. You hit all three of those factors. You you miss a chance to get a top 40 RPI team on a neutral floor. Neutral floor is what the committee would consider this game, even though it's just on the street from Evanston. And yeah, it, it was not. This was not. Uh, a neutral it's game. disappointing. Sure. Yeah. But you get on the plane, you come back from Chicago and Tiz, you got a Vanderbilt team coming in here Wednesday night and then a really quick Tiz, you go Wednesday, Friday next week, Vandy Wednesday, yeah. VMI Friday to if you can believe it, wrap up the non-conference slate and you got the LaSalle Explorers coming in here a week, two weeks from yesterday and a week from this coming Friday, and that kid's on the thirtieth to start the A10 slate. Yeah, Doctor John and company come calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dayton's got its work cut out uh, before to end uh, 2016. Before we get to 2017, Dayton's got to get through 2016. But uh, look, Art, the last time Dayton had lost four in a row, I was thinking about this. I think Larry even said this during uh, the Portland game. Last time they lost four in a row was during that January stretch in 2014. Oh, that's that was when the half, last time. That's when half the fan base wanted to throw Archie Miller overboard. That's right. Well, yeah. I mean, that, and of course, the you. lowest, the lowest, <laughs> the worked? lowest point probably came the bank three by Langston Galloway. No, not the shove off in the uh, in, in, yeah the in one Atlantic before City. that. Right. That that was the one at the arena, yeah. and uh, that was the bank. That was the yeah, first the right one. Corner going left to right. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. That. Yeah, no kidding. That was in the middle of the stretch they started because that tits is what started the hot streak. That yeah. was if you want to make that was rock bottom as it were that year was mm-hmm. that was the one and six mark in a ten play. exactly. And that started the streak. That started them on that absolute tear where they beat everybody not exactly. named St. Joe's until they ran into Florida in the elite in the you know forty minutes from the Final Four. Uh, yeah, but uh, hard to believe, Tiz, that the non-conference slate starts here in gosh, just under two weeks now. Yeah, I mean this season is flying by. This basketball yeah. season is flying by, and. It just it just feels like just yesterday that you just started the exhibition game against Finley and Dayton had to come back in that game against Finley. So, uh, but even in that game, Dayton fell behind. So they've had tendencies to get behind in some of these games. So that's something that Archie's still trying to figure things out. Now, uh, who knows? Maybe you know, was it the low point? I think Archie even said something to Larry. Was this maybe kind of the low point? He, you were we both were listening to it, but yeah, he, he said something. The, like he that. said if he wanted to know if it, this would be a wake up call, he said that hopefully it would be a wake-up call because he pointed out look this is the third time we've been knocked uh, into a big hole like this Mm -hmm. Uh, northwestern st mary's and nebraska we've talked about that and all three is they've almost been i mean it felt like to me we were watching replays of either of those previous two losses they get in the big hole they come storming back in the second half great but you fall short and it's still an l on the resume so so they got to find a way to uh They've they he talked about needing a few breaks to go their way too to be able to crawl out of that. Yeah. And he's right. When you're down 23, you're going to need some breaks. But Tiz, they did a heck of a job trying to crawl back out of that 23 point hole. But it's just too deep. Yeah, they got to be more consistent from the tip. Uh, the, the offense is the thing we highlighted and and what he touched on as well. They had a hard time sharing the ball. They had yeah. Tiz, they had a really hard time in the first half, uncharacteristically, I might add, of finishing bunnies. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Archie buy called it one of the the, off- the worst offensive uh, halves he's ever been a part of. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you're shooting, gosh, 14. I mean, you're 426, 426, 426. I mean, yeah, 426 in the first half. Four, 428, I think. I, I Four of 28. 428, excuse me. 14% in the first half. That's just not going to get it done. I mean, but it is what it is. You know, now we move on. Now it's on to uh, it's on to Vanderbilt. Now it's a familiar now, opponent. Yep, it's a familiar opponent. Look, I mean, 
Uh, Brooks alluded to it during the during the broadcast. You know, remember Dayton was down double digits last year at Memorial Gym. Dayton came back, won that game. Um, I'm not familiar with what Vanderbilt has done this year. That's something that uh, I'm going to look up as we speak. Uh, Vanderbilt's breaking in a new head coach. I think the former Valparaiso head coach now is uh, after Kevin Stolens moved on. Correct. So. Uh, the new the Valpo coach is now the current coach of uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt, I don't think uh, they lost some key guys. Vandy's five hundred. They're five and five right now. Yeah. So this is an opportunity for uh, Dayton to uh, to get back on the winning to get back on the winning track. Yeah. Nothing that really blows your socks off, Tiz, with Vanderbilt. They've, no. They've beaten Belmont, Norfolk State, no Norfolk State, excuse me, Santa Clara, Tennessee State, and High Point. They've lost to Marquette, Bucknell. Butler, Minnesota, and Middle Tennessee. Uh, Not, which, by the way, man, watch out for the for Middle Tennessee this year. That is a tough. Listen, Blue ask Raiders, Michigan State that how good that team is. Blue Raiders team, because I think RPI they're. Where are they at here? They were. I was looking at it earlier today. I mean, Middle Tennessee, man, do not absolutely. Middle Tennessee's RPI is nine. Tis. Yeah, do, out of Conference yeah. USA at ten Absolutely. and one, ten and one Blue Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do yeah. How about that for a absolutely? Tangent? And they were a fifteen seed last year. Uh, they didn't prove that against Michigan State. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Vanderbilt. You gonna, thought we felt bad on the day of the game that shall not be mentioned. Against, How'd you like to be a Michigan State fan on that day, boy? No, no I kidding. Think they were, weren't they at the same site? They were the next game. That That's was the game after That's that. That's what I thought. That was the next game well, after you Dayton. About, you talk about two clunkers for Dayton and Michigan State fans. Oh, no kidding. I mean, Yikes. it was it was bad. It was one thing to lose to Syracuse, yeah. and then it was another thing for Michigan State. Yeah. For I mean, but Middle Tennessee State won that game. I oh, mean, yeah. it just they were just phenomenal. Uh, Vanderbilt's playing Chattanooga right now, and that's not going to that's not an easy opponent. Mocks. The, the good old mocks from that, uh, what, the Southern Conference? I mean, that's that's an underrated conference with East Tennessee State Wofford, I think. Benjamin Luby, my cousin, shout out. UT mocks alum. Mm-hmm. Go mocks. Fr- yep. <laughs> Martin, Tennessee. You got family there in Chattanooga, right? Uh, Nashville. Okay. Not just south of Nashville. But, yeah, I have I visited Chattanooga, and I visited uh, UT Martin in Martin, Tennessee. It's in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Nice campus. Martin, Tennessee's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, you're on to the Commodores. Uh, not... As we mentioned, an eye-popping opponent. Teams. No, not 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 uh, not not, not it's as a power in, five. It's a it's a it name. Is. It's a branded program. You get another power five team right, coming in here. Right, it's the right. return of the home and home series from yeah, last year. Yeah, I mean, it, this is a game that Dayton's got to get in all seriousness. I mean, yeah. Vanderbilt is not the Vanderbilt that they that they have been. I mean, look, I mean, they're four and one at home. They're they're zero and one at 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 uh, away from court. They're one and three in neutral games. You know, they played games in Las Vegas. Uh, they played games in Annapolis. The market game was in Annapolis, the Veterans Classic. So they they really have not played a quote-unquote road game. The only one they played was at Middle Tennessee State in uh, Murfreesboro, which is not that which is not that far from Nashville, which is which is south of Nashville. And uh, and uh, Middle Tennessee took it to them. But uh, now yeah. we get to see uh, you, you'll see it uh, Wednesday night, of course, here on the Home of the Flyers. Uh, at least uh, you'll hear it here on the Home of the Flyers. Uh, Bud Light pregame show is uh, at. Uh, uh, six, six o'clock. o'clock. Six o'clock. Yeah. Live from Casano's on Brown Street. Tip offs at seven with Larry and Bucky. You got flyer feedback uh, live from Flanagan's. With, and who'd... I believe Brooks. It's either Brooks or Nate because Keith was last game. Right. So it's either Brooks or Nate. So, um, if you're curious, the Vanderbilt Commodores. Their RPI is one hundred two. They are seventy eight in the Ken Palm mm, rankings. So a, a uh, decent. You know, this not, would not be a, too hateable. No. Not world beaters, but it'd be a good win to get you back on track. It, it would be a good win, but it would not have the same impact as as it would have last year. 
No, yeah, I mean, at, at that point, boy, we were looking at that. No. Tiz, not- when they were coming back from Nashville that night, we were thinking... Uh, now, by the time Selection Sunday rolled around, Iowa was the best win on the resume. Exactly. Uh, statistically. Right. And when you look at the metrics of it. But, boy, for a while there, Tiz, Vanderbilt, I mean, that 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 night leaving Tennessee, I thought, booked a, booked a tournament right now. That that, that was too. another Me win too. where they had gotten uh, Winthrop. Not mm-hmm. Winthrop. Uh, the guys with the, they do the, the bench stuff. Monmouth. Monmouth. They, had they got Monmouth. Monmouth. Right. They had gotten Iowa. Mm-hmm. They got... <laughs> Dump truck by Xavier, but got a shot at the Musketeers. Yeah, uh, and they'd beat Vanny. I thought, you know, this team—they're starting to build a nice resume here. Yeah, but um, yeah, the, for a while, Tiz, that was one of their best wins mm-hmm. all season last year yeah. against Vandy. It was. I mean, that, that and again, they were behind double digits. They came back. Larry Brooks did that game, and I I, I remember that even pulling pulling in together uh, for the first game of the year when I did my recap, and that was that was probably one of their top wins of the year. If you include the Iowa game, include the Monmouth game, and of course you include the VCU game from last year. I mean, there were several solid wins yeah. from this team. Oh yeah. Now just the, the question is, can you say that there's a solid win from this year? I'm not going to say that Dayton hasn't played solid, but I mean, I mean Austin P, I'm nothing against Austin P. They're not a power conference, but they're a decent conference in the OVC. Uh East Tennessee State, okay, that's an okay win. Winthrop, they're usually up there in their in their uh, conference. Uh Alabama's mid SEC, but nothing really to scream at right now. And, New and Mexico, just, I mean, they've in the New past, Mexico in the past, but they haven't lately. Tournament, but they're kind of in Portland's a at the bottom of the WCC. It just there's yeah. nothing to scream at right now. And I mean, but yet even tonight they're saying this was a golden opportunity for Northwestern. Well, Northwestern took advantage of it with that first half. Good position to be in when you are a good win for other teams, not a good position to be as a fan of that team. That's exactly right. Here you And that's how we feel right now. Trying to get over (laughs) a loss. 67-64, the Dayton Flyers a loser for the third time this season. John Bedell, John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it on the other side, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a national health care alert from the Health Hotline. If you have severe knee or back pain and you have Medicare or private insurance, we have great news. Finally, there's a way to reduce your pain without surgery or taking medications. Call us today and learn how you can qualify to get a pain-relieving knee or back brace at little or no cost to you. We'll even ship your brace for free. If you have excruciating knee or back pain and you have Medicare or private insurance, don't wait. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving, nearly invisible knee or back brace at little or no cost to you. I've used one. They're comfortable and they work. And we guarantee your happiness. So call right now and get yours. I promise we're here to take your call. Thank you. 800-306-1760. Gift yourself and impress your guests this holiday season with brand new custom blinds from Blinds.com. You'll get free samples, free shipping, and a free online design consultation. Order your blinds now to take advantage of their incredible year-end savings. For a limited time, get 20% off everything on their site. This is their best deal out there. Go to Blinds.com and use promo code LIGHT by December 31st for 20% off your entire order. That's Blinds.com, promo code LIGHT. 
Rules and restrictions apply. So like many of you, I used to suffer from insomnia. No matter what I did, I simply couldn't get a perfect night's sleep. Then I met Mike Lindell. He's the inventor of my pillow, and he got me fitted for my very own my pillow, which has literally changed my life. And not only am I able to get to sleep now, but I stay asleep all night, every night. And guess what? You can too. Just log on to mypillow.com or you can call 800 919 6090. Use the promo code Hannity and take advantage of Mike's two-for-one offer. Now, MyPillow is made in the USA. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. It has a 10-year warranty, and you can even wash and dry it just like your favorite pair of blue jeans. Log on to MyPillow.com right now or call 800-919-6090 and use the promo code Hannity and get Mike's special two-for-one offer, and that means you can start getting the kind of restful, comfortable, deep-healing sleep that you deserve. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Hannity, or call 800-919- The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. This good economic news presents a unique financial opportunity for you. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.51%. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN to see how much we can lower your mortgage payment. For seven years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the third year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Visit jdpower.com for award information. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with a great holiday gift suggestion. Go to Paradise, a 12-day Hawaiian island cruise and tour, leaving Dayton on June 9th with YMT Vacations. We're going to fly to Honolulu, then get on board Norwegian Cruise Line's Pride of America. We'll cruise first to Maui, then go to the big island, also Kauai, so you get all the onboard luxury that comes with cruising. You don't have to pack and unpack. And then we're going to end up our trip with a few days back on Oahu. You can relax on Waikiki Beach, go to the Arizona Memorial. If you're feeling adventurous, well, you can walk to the top of Diamond Head. I've done it a couple of times. It's fantastic. Now, the price of the trip is just $3,888, includes airfare from Dayton, hotels, meals on the ship, taxes, and so much more. You could not put together a vacation like this on your own for that kind of price. And with YMT, they take such good care of you every step of the way. Call today to reserve your spot, one 800-716-1757. That's 1-800-716-1757. And for a limited time, ask how you can save $200 per couple. If you do have any travel plans overnight and night, please be extra careful on the roadways as we will once again be tracking the freezing rain possibility. And with it, some slick spots are very likely on the roads. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans. Welcome back into our studios here at 1611 South Main Street. John Bedell, John Tisdale here with you for the home stretch of Flyer Feedback. Flyers a loser tonight for the third time this season. 67-64. They dropped three-point decision to the Northwestern Wildcats on a neutral floor. Stones throw from Northwestern's campus in beautiful Evanston, Illinois. 
I got some family. Shout out to Luby Cousins there. And uh, Tiz at the United Center, um, a missed opportunity and kind of frustrating, I think, for fans tonight. Yeah. I think especially for those who made the trip to Chicago, mm-hmm. but just overall to miss an opportunity to get yeah. a top 40 RPI team win on a neutral site. Yeah. But uh, so it goes for the Dayton Flyers because they, they made a nice try to come back. But they when did. you dig yourself a 23-point hole at the break, Tiz, uh, you just, uh, just simply too deep to climb out of. It just is. It's just the, that's the bottom line. I mean, that's, I mean we sell, it sounds like a broken record. It's just the fact. I mean, just – I mean, you don't like to see uh, – you know, I think as David Jablonski put uh, in his recap that he emailed uh, this evening, Flyers fall to seven and three. Their five-game winning streak came to an end, and this was their yeah. last chance in the non-conference season to pick up a top fifty win. And they needed that; they could have used it. But uh, look, um, now now it's about moving on, and that's exactly what Dayton's going to have other chances to get that. Um, you know, game that I'm curious about how you know there are going to be plenty of chances in the Atlantic Ten. But look, there's going to be plenty of landmines in the Atlantic Ten as well. Oh yeah. And uh, now it's about uh, taking care of business in non-conference. Uh, Vanderbilt's moving. You move on and take on uh, Vanderbilt. On uh, and they're they're uh, in a in a tight one right now with Chattanooga. That game going on 70, uh, 72-70. I just looked that score up. Under two to go in Nashville. And uh, we'll see how Dayton will do against Matthew Fisher Davis, Luke Luke Cornett, and uh, Jeff Roberson. Those are some of the big uh, scores that uh, Vanderbilt has got. So I've been able to look that up a little bit. A team that's five and five on the season, as we've talked about, and uh, they don't really have any wins. They're kind of starting over a little bit with yeah. uh, with a new head with a new head coach, former Valpo head coach uh, Bryce Drew. Yeah, I think so. Coach Drew they're, they're, is now the is now the head coach. Uh, Kevin Stallings has moved on to Pitt and. Uh, We'll see what happens at the arena come uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, you got a chance, really, Tiz. It's a quick turnaround next week. You play Wednesday, Friday uh, to get two wins. You can you got a chance still mm-hmm. to finish the non-conference slate at 9-3. and three. Get two wins, Tiz. Get up off the schneid and uh, get a chance to start feeling good about yourself heading into a yep. 10 season, which starts, as we talked about, for the first time in years before New Year's Day. you got the LaSalle Explorers. Coming to Dayton on Friday the 30th, Tiz, uh, to start yeah. a 10 play already in what is a 18-game road mm-hmm. ride. I mean, conference play, I think, starts in December, I think, for almost everybody. Vanderbilt's, I think, starts right around that same same time. Uh, for LaSalle, I even looked it up, A guy, another guy that Dayton's got to worry about in the future. Uh, B.J. Johnson, he had 35 points against uh, Florida Gulf Coast as LaSalle won that one, 84-80. to 80. Uh that's going to be a tough one when they when Dayton plays LaSalle, but LaSalle is uh, is way way down the road, and I don't think the good news is Dayton doesn't have to go to uh, Tom Gola Arena this year, which is a uh, <laughs> arena. Yeah, it's not an arena, folks. <laughs> it's that, not an arena. We use that term loosely. Yeah, we're, we're we're being nice about it. Tom, it's not an arena. <laughs> Uh, they drew a whopping 1,220 fans, oh, by the way, tonight. Tom Gola uh, Arena High School Gym. 457-1290 is the number. Ginger and Dayton, you're on uh, Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind? Um, this was the finals week for the students this week, and I had heard Archie was not going to practice them as much so that they could study. So let's hope they did real well on their tests. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope so, Ginger. Absolutely. Let's Thank hope so. Call here on Flyer Feedback. Absolutely. Let's hope so. Um, That's an important week. It is. It's an important week. Absolutely. That's a great point, Ginger. We hope that everyone did well on finals because uh, U- University of Dayton takes pride in their academics. Uh, that's something that Mike Tucker took pride in when he was uh, head coach of women's soccer. That's something that uh, Shauna Green, the head coach of women's basketball, takes pride in. Every coach takes pride in that at the University of Dayton, and there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Flyers losing tonight. 
67-64 it is. They got to come home from Chicago, a snowy Chicago. Hopefully uh, they get out of there because it's not much yeah, better there. No, we got, speaking of which, we got some freezing. It looks like a wintery mix. Yeah, it looks like it's coming wintery in. Wintery mix so. moving in uh, north. Uh, yeah. Like a line from Greenville, Troy, and Urbana east to west. Yeah, it's much. supposed to get colder out there. Winter weather advisories are still in effect yeah. until uh, 1 a.m. tomorrow morning for uh, Miami, Shelby, Dark. Uh, Anglaise, Mercer, Shelby, Logan, and Champaign counties until 1 a.m. tomorrow morning. So uh, stay with AM 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. Brett Collar will have updates uh, uh, to n- the rest of the night and throughout the overnight hours. And coming up tonight in about a half hour, our New Center 7 at 11. That's going to do it for us, Flyer fans. One more time, Dayton a loser, 67-64. Our next game is Wednesday against Vanderbilt. Our coverage starts with the Bud Light pregame show live from Casano's on Brown Street at 6. Then Larry and Bucky have the call at 7 from the Decibel Dungeon. We will see you on the radio Wednesday night, Flyer fans. Until then, I'm John Tisdale. And I'm John Bedell. And we're saying thanks for listening, everybody. And go Go Flyers. Flyers.